And if you've been keeping up with the propaganda broadcast recently by mainstream news outlets, you'll realize the elites have already begun laying the groundwork for this great deception. In October 1938, Orson Welles unleashed his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. It was so realistically portrayed, vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate their cities in droves. America had been easily tricked by very simple means. To amplify this response, those who are truly in power of not only our country, but all the countries on the planet, and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process, have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one-world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people. They will be the new world order. Once this happens, we as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, then conquer this imposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching. In the land Final of the day. blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome, folks. September 30th, 2023. We're going to start this broadcast with an amazing keynote speech by Tucker Carlson. Take a listen. So they've done everything they can by legal means, which are, in fact, extra legal means, if we're being totally honest, completely third world stuff, to take the opponent out of the race, and they're still losing. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. This is not going to be a race between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I would bet my beloved fishing camp in Maine that that is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So what will happen? Well, I don't know. One of like 400 distinct other possibilities. I mean, I just can't even, you know, pick one. By the way, if it's Gavin Newsom, we all should be very, very concerned. That guy's scary, and I mean it. I mean it, it's scary. Yeah, but that's a whole separate conversation. But the point is, this is this will be forced. These issues will be forced soon, like in a year. And the road from here to November of 2024 is going to be filled with developments nobody in this room could foresee. I can promise you that. So it's about to get very serious, uh, for sure. Listen, only leadership of the world at stake, which is also, by the way, we now know the most lucrative possible political franchise in human history. So everything's at stake. What wouldn't they do? What haven't they done? What might they do next? Let your imagination run wild. So the question, the only one that you can answer is, how will you prepare yourself for that? And because that really is the only question. And, and I mean, I just, my, my answers to that in my own life, I'll tell you what I think. One, be a little bit more serious. You know, like, take this seriously. Much as you want to retreat and pretend everything is fine, sit down. It's not fine, okay? 
two, you know, maybe if you look across at the people you despise, the small group of people running this country, and it is small, it does not represent most people in America, it doesn't represent anything close to a majority at all. Again, just to restate, Donald Trump, who is hated as a blood enemy by over 40% of the population, and who's been attacked in ways no political figure's ever been attacked in the West, is beating the incumbent president, okay? I'm not sure that's entirely an endorsement of Trump. To some extent it is, and his empathy, that's real. But it's also a sign of revulsion, deep dissatisfaction with what we're doing. So most people are not on board with this. But the people who are responsible for it are the most dishonest, the most ruthless, the most anti-human group I've ever dealt with. And I spent 35 years living in Washington. I don't even recognize these people and what they're doing. I really don't. It's so dark. They're doing things that can't even, on an academic level, conceivably help the United States or the population that lives here. Letting in 7 million people from the poorest countries in the world illegally and then immediately putting them all on public benefits? I mean, that right there will destroy the country. And they did that on purpose. So these are really, really dark people the darkest. So I need to be the opposite of that. And I'm not a super good person. The last thing I do is claim to be. But this is, this is the moment to try a little harder to be a little bit better. This is not the moment to be drunk all the time. This is not the moment to tell lies. As they go lower, go higher. And there are many reasons for this. And one is spiritual, to be totally honest. I do think this is a spiritual battle. There's no political explanation for it whatsoever. But one other reason is for the way that you feel about yourself. When you're honest, you are proud of yourself. When you're honest, you are strong. When you lie, you become weak. That is true. Tell a lie, you become weak. Why do you lie? Because you're hiding something. Because you believe that the people around you knew what you really thought or said or did, they would think less of you. That diminishes you. Your power ebbs when you lie. Tell the truth. Powerful, powerful speech. We're just seeing Tucker Carlson get more and more hardcore as things go along. And it's amazing to see that he's on our side and he's waking up and he's also speaking about the spiritual war that's going on. And we see it going on everywhere, and we're seeing people's eyes open daily, and I talk about it every single week uh, because it just never seems to amaze me, and it just seems that there's more and more and more activities because as we are going in, and, and I know that you listened to the beginning of this as well, and that was an old CIA operative that spilled his beans about knowing a bunch of secret operations and stuff, and he had a harsh prediction of 2024 being the year when there is a massive amount of stuff. And we can already see them rolling out the cards, moving the chess pieces around the board and getting ready to start uh, barraging us with all different types of things um, all around us. Um, massive amounts of distractions. There's so many rabbit holes we can all go down as people and just get lost in them. Just one single topic. And we can get lost in that. But more importantly, and which is why I played that Tucker Carlson speech, why I think it's so important, is that it's grounding in the sense that, yes, with all the chaos in the midst of all the chaos, the real fight and the real journey and the real battle is within us. And that spiritual walk that we do 
in who we decide to be as people. That's ultimately what it is. And being honest with yourself is self-soothing in a way of making yourself feel good, which in return gives you more confidence. And a lot of the times, at least for me growing up, I was around a bunch of narcissist people, some really shallow people, empty people, uh, people that just never validated the good that I wanted to be. And as you grow up, you kind of grow away from those people and you realize, hey, these aren't good people. You know, they, they, they don't do good things. They're, they're slimy. They like the gray areas. They like the invalidations of lack of communication and poor communication because that gives them an edge to be sneaking, to be slimy and have plausible deniability and, and all of this stuff, all this passive aggressive uh, nonsense. And so you grow up and you get out of that. And I'm proud to say now I, I have great people around me that, you know, they're very positive. They're very spiritual people. They're godly people, right? Some of them fall, uh, but they get back up and they keep trying and they are striving to be better people because ultimately we are the remnant as a society conglomerate together is what makes a good society holding the door open for people, man or woman, just hold, just be a nice guy. You know, um, there's a million different things, but ultimately it comes down to the struggle and the fight with us within. And that goes into a whole nother element of topic. And the battle I speak about often is the battle within technology and how technology is co-opting and corrupting the youth, the old, the sick, the young, uh, everybody. Everybody has a guilty pleasure that's being fulfilled and created and festered and, 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 and watered, tied in with technology. And so understanding that that's taking you away from nature, it's taking you away from uh, God, essentially. And I had a really good conversation. I know I, a couple months back, I talked about uh, one of my really good friends, Josh, um, who is, wasn't doing too good. We had a, uh, an event for him and he got to ride his motorcycle around the entire country. Um, he was in the hospital for a couple of days. And so I went and visited him, um, you know, and doing his chemo and stuff like that. But, uh, he's, he's just so grounded and, and, and a great person to speak to, um, you know, where he's at in his life. But he was telling me on some of the things that he did while he was traveling. Uh, and we all got together. We got some money together for him, raised some money so he can just travel around the country. He was gone for 55 days. He went all the way up to, um, upstate New York, down to Florida, through Georgia. He's riding his motorcycle. He had a, uh, a dual sport. So, but he was telling me, cause he had his tent and everything. He would just pull over and sleep on the side of the road. But he was telling me like some of the most rejuvenating moments through that journey and everything else is when he would just lay on the ground, right? And just reground himself. I mean, it brings a whole new meaning to the word ground. I mean, think about this. We all stand on the ground, right? With the correlation of the word grounding and being grounded as a person, right? Being re-centralized. So it, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that those have a double meaning and they're directly correlated. And so getting away from the technology, getting away from the screen, going outside, 
you know, go stand in the grass without your shoes on and stuff like that. I mean, those types of things are so important. You know, right now I'm building a pond out by my house and I'm, I, I need to have a water feature because I love water. I love the sound of water. I love going to the ocean and just opening the window, whether it's raining or sunny or whatever, I open the window and you can just hear the ocean. It's just peaceful. It's grounding. And that's really the, the, the walk that we have as people. Who cares what's going on? Who cares if somebody has more money than you? Who cares if somebody works harder or is able to you know, stay up late later and do more or they seem like a better person or they seem like this? The fight is within ourselves and making that choice within yourself to be honest with yourself, that is the fight. Because within that, you'll rediscover your grounding. And it's so important. In the midst of all this chaos, I just, I, I really want to reiterate that. I'm going to be playing a lot of clips this show um, because there's so much stuff happening, so many key points and big things happening. Uh, one of the major things that happened a couple days ago um, is really interesting. And we kind of foresaw it, you know, whether he was going to go one way or the other and which direction he was going to go. But supposedly, this isn't confirmed yet, uh, but Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to run as an independent due to the DNC primary rigging. Now, we knew that they've been doing this. They denied him Secret Service. Remember, I talked about that uh, guy posing as a U.S. Marshal at his event? Like, that's sketchy. Dude had a sidearm, but he had badges and everything else. So he, he might be running as an independent. And what is that going to do the, to the political space? I mean, I guarantee you that's panicking the Democrats because who are the Democrats going to vote for? They're going to vote for Kennedy. Whether he's a Democrat or an independent, they're going to vote for Kennedy because there's nobody on the ticket. Now, this is the moment. This is the moment, folks. And I know more people are saying it now. I know Ted Cruz mentioned it, and I've been saying it for six months. They're going to run Michelle Obama. Obama, Obama Newsom is the prediction of the ticket for the DNC. What are they going to do with Joe Biden? I don't know. That guy's just going to ride off in the sunset. You're listening to Non-Compliant America. I'm your host, Joshua Michael. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back. I'm Joshua Michael, your host, Non-Compliant America. Be sure to like and subscribe to my channel at noncompliantamerica.com. You're tuning in to 104.3 KSLM, 1220 AM. So back to some just kind of round robin here around the news. Uh, mandates are alive and well. A Texas college imposes the COVID vaccine mandates for students and faculty. The Bayer College of Medical, excuse me, the Bayer College of Medicine issued an email declaring that all students, facility, and employees must receive the new, keep in mind, the new COVID vaccine by the end of 
of November. There's a little screenshot here on Twitter. It says Bayer facility staff students must get the COVID vaccine or request a medical, religious, or personal exemption and complete by November 30th. A link for the application for the COVID vaccine will be provided mid-October. View the BCM vaccine preventable disease policy for the COVID exemption request form. So at least they're offering the exemption because it is an exemption to a bioweapon. You shouldn't have to ask for permission to not get a bioweapon injected inside of you. But that would be my resignation, whether I worked there or uh, was going to school there. I don't care what kind of education system that they decide or I'm needing to continue my career. That would be the end of Bayer. I would just drop out, cut my losses, and move on. That's really the move, um, how to get back and fight against these people. It's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? They're going to try to do this. But as we were speaking about in the previous segment, uh, they're going to hit us in a lot of different ways. So they're just creating all of these little roads and channels and things that they can do. Joe Biden uh, on Wednesday scolded the American people for questioning the COVID shot. He said, we have a new strain of COVID now and we have answers for it. Biden insisted further stating, I would just like to urge to the public life at both political parties or no political party to be cautious. The sometimes inflammatory things you say about this because people's lives are at stake. People's lives are at stake from this new COVID strain. Now, granted, I will say there are a lot of people that are sick right now. A lot of people, people everywhere. I know so many people and families and households that are just sick right now. And what are they doing? They're falling right back into the trap. They're getting the free COVID test or buying the test kits from Safeway or or whatever. And they're like, yep, I got COVID. I can't go into work now. Got to quarantine for two weeks. So the mind game is already playing. Don't fall into that, folks. Don't fall into that mind trap because that's a, that's a dwindling downward spiral. Just do non-compliance. If you're sick, treat it as if you were sick. You don't need to make a big fanfare about it and, and do this whole COVID nonsense crap. But there are people that are legitimately sick which demonstrates why the importance of taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, taking care of your immune system, doing, you know, light exercise doesn't have to be crazy. Make sure you're taking vitamins, supplementing vitamins. Don't eat crap all the time. You know, try to eat healthy and try to supplement. Take lots of supplements. Uh, Recently, I started the uh, natokinase along with seropeptides. Started taking that. And what's so interesting is that I could taste more flavor after I had taken that. I've been taking it for like three or four days. So it's, it's interesting, but just constantly trying to cleanse your body. I know that we just had a full moon yesterday. So this is just interesting stuff. Fill your, fill your, fill your cap with inf- information. So on the full moon, I know it sounds disgusting, uh, is when all the parasites in your body lay eggs. And that's that for some reason during the full moon, they go crazy. And so that's the best time to do cleanses. Parasite cleanses, you could use ivermectin. There's other t- 
types of things that doctors recommend. I know uh, Jason Dean has a great supplement program uh, for parasite cleanses. You can do a three-day cleanse. You can do a 10-day, and I think he's got like a 28-day cleanse. It's just insane. I can't do the long one because it uh, smells like black licorice, this little vial you got to take. It's disgusting. I hate black licorice. I can't drink. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it, which I'm sad because I really wanted to do uh, the parasite cleanse because I think it's important. There's a lot of benefits to doing things like that. There's a lot of cancers that are tied to that, bacterial things that hang on or are brought in by the parasites. There's a lot of research. Uh, Dr. Lee Merritt really talks about the correlation with a lot of cancers uh, and parasites. I'd like, to, I'd love to get her on. Um, I'm trying to get Stella Emanuel on uh, next week. Hopefully, crossing my fingers, we can get her on, and I'd love to talk to her about um, the new correlations where the CDC has announced that ivermectin is effective against COVID. How interesting! How interesting is it that now they're stating that? Now, why is it that they're stating that? Is it because of the pressure? Is it because of all the FOIA requests that have been going on? Um, that all the great doctors and lawyers have been basically peeling back the onion of this COVID nightmare that's been completely barraged on us, you know, or what else do they have in the works? I personally believe they're going to hit us with something that's not COVID. They might dress it up as COVID, but they have the perfect boogeyman in place. They have all the infrastructures, the contact tracers uh, in most of our county health departments that are actually run by the World Health Organization. They take orders from the World Health Organization. That's their policy. So they're going to hit us with something else. Might be dressed as COVID. They'll call it a new strain. Notice everything's like COVID strain, COVID strain. You're sick because of COVID. This new strain coming out. So now we got to all get a shot. We got to get a new vaccine. Now, what this vaccine is doing is creating more sickness out there. People are shedding this on everything. So make sure to be washing your hands, taking care of yourself, and taking lots of supplements. Lots of them. You can't overdo it. Well, I guess you could overdo it, but just do it within moderation and reason. Make sure you feel good because when you feel good, you're going to uh, perform better. Your brain's going to work better. You're going to be able to sift through this oncoming onslaught of craziness that's going to happen. We got more clips coming up. Uh, we got PVD podcast brought in a guy from the Lincoln Project. You don't want to miss it. This exchange is powerful. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Third segment. As we dwindle in closer to Halloween. Just a little side note. Uh, there used to be an old prison right outside of Turner. And uh, they had auctioned it off, I think, like a year ago or so. And I was wondering what somebody was going to do when they bought it. But for this year, they're actually doing a haunted house out there. Uh, so if you're in the Salem area and you want to go to a really scary haunted house, it's in an actual prison. Uh, you know, I don't know what they plan on doing there. I could only imagine uh, how dysfunctional it's going to be. <laughs> but, you know, you want to go... Uh, Get the bejesus scared out of you. Uh, you know, go there. It's going to be interesting. My my son wants to go there. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, I don't know. Maybe you can go and wear a body cam and I'll watch, you know. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go. I don't. I don't like that kind of stuff. But without further ado, uh, there was a must see. This is a very very interesting exchange. It's rather long, but I do think it's very important. Uh, but the founder of the Lincoln Project uh, talks about the quote unquote insurrection for January sixth, stating it was worse than nine eleven. And these guys just really tore into him. And I thought they did a rather good job and they held their own. The Lincoln Project guy is the biggest anti-Trump movement guy. He's the never Trumper. Just he's the one behind so much of the BS and the bull crap. They are the rhino bad people within the Republican Party. Uh, but without further ado, it is a rather long clip. Uh, but I'm going to play this here. Take a listen. Steve, you lose credibility when you say 2,977 people died is less of an event than one that's person not, dying on no, J6. No, no, no. You, you, that's when not, you that's say not, that, you've that's already... Not, you're, you're, you're manipulating what I said, twisting it. What I said was January 6th was a more severe this guy's attack a rat. on the United States. A rat. September 11th. September 11th. Passive aggressive. Had more casualties. There's a difference. The how, country, do you how do you measure worse? There, there's got to be data. You said you're a data guy. Data says one event we lost nearly 3,000 people. One event we lost one. We lost. You we ask lost, the average person. Well, they're going to say, of course, 3,000 is going to be worse. Because than I one. guess I'm counting the 600,000 that died in the American Civil War. And I'm counting the 405,000 that died in the Second World War. And I'm counting the 50,000 that died in the Korean War. And I'm counting the 58,000 that died in the Vietnam War. You hear that? It's just virtue signaling. Virtue signal, virtue signal, virtue signal. You know, I'm talking about this. I'm higher than mighty. Notice the condescending crap and the attitude and arrogance this guy has. He thinks he's God. And I'm counting the acts of sacrifice that go back to 1776 that were desecrated on that day, incited by a single man who assaulted the Constitution of the United States. We were attacked by a foreign enemy on September 11th of 2001. The casualties were horrendous, as they yeah. were on December 7th of 1941. But the attack on January 6th was more severe also than the attack on Pearl Harbor. Well, so, some would call it attack, but from the videos that, that we saw, Steve, from Twitter and just undercover cameras, it didn't look like an attack. If just if what somebody are you talking came, about, I'm just talking about all the videos that we've seen the undercover. What do you mean all the videos? All the videos Genesis. on Twitter. Well, all, all the, the videos, videos on Twitter. Yeah, hold on. All are the all, all the firsthand videos of people with their phones literally showing live video there. Those videos. Are you are you guys gonna really sit here and? And tell me that the attack on January 6th wasn't an attack didn't happen that the violence the bludgeoning of the police officers on, didn't on. happen hold on hold on because of some bullshit on Steve I'll give you come my on. Steve I'll give you my opinion and then you could talk first of all you it's comparing not, it's not an opinion hold on it's not hold an on. opinion it's you a bullshit conspiracy I'm not only a New Yorker, I'm a veteran. For you, time out. Yeah. My sister's a veteran. My brother's a veteran. He's a veteran. For you to, to listen to me. For you to say that January 6th compared to 9/11 is is that's absolutely that's the dumbest 
I've ever heard. Hold on, let me finish. Number one, it wasn't an attack. It looked like a guided tour. Okay, that's what it. You're a nut. Are you? Yeah, you ain't right. I am. It's, it was a guided tour. A guided tour. You think a now, guy beating the cops? What? With all the violence. Who died? Who You're, died? Yeah, Ray Epps and his people beating the cops. Those people. Ashley Babbitt, a veteran, they shot. The Capitol Police shot her. Where the, where the is that guy getting in trouble? You're just upset because the, it, Donald Trump said, you know what, they probably cheated. You don't think he has a, 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 a leg to stand on that they did it in 2016? Hillary, Russia, FBI, colluded. Are you like, how are we crazy, Steve? How, how are we crazy? I mean, you this is going to be on video. So, I mean, you're going to speak for yourself. No, I'm going to speak for myself. Yeah. Four, four. Okay, 19 terrorists took four commercial flights, crashed them in the World Trade, yeah. crashed them in the Pentagon, did all that, yeah. okay? And you're saying that, and we've lost, and you, by the way, for how many decades of wars, we've lost uh, over a million people from the Iraq war, which is all bull****, all a lie, a million we people. We lost a million Americans in the Iraq war? No, we lost, I, we, we killed people because we said there was weapons of mass destruction, mm -hmm. we, we lied. Bush lied. Oh yeah, there's weapons of mass destruction there. There was no weapons of mass destruction, but we were like, oh, we changed the name. Since we're here, uh, enduring freedom, which is bull****. Okay. So as a veteran, as an American, as a New Yorker, for you to say that 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 one day compared to that is absolutely absurd, Steve. I understand that you love this country. I'm not. I'm not questioning your patriotism, but the hate for one guy because he loves this country so much. He is loves the country. Bullshit. He doesn't. God, you're a fool. How am I a fool? How am I a fool? You have. You, you have. You Trump got. Arrangement you, got syndrome. you just you hate got, him. You just you hate the guy. You are. You are a, taken in by a con man. No, I'm not. I, didn't, I guess he what? He loves I'm the country. Trump loves the country. You did. Look, this is a prime example of some things of these Republicans that pretend to be Republicans. They never actually get in the fight. They never get in the arena. They're not running anything. They're running things from outside. They're the armchair people. And that's part of the problem is people like this guy, but this guy, they got a lot of money and there's a lot of people behind him. And, and if you haven't seen the documentary about the Lincoln Project on how they were undermining Trump from the beginning probably collaborating directly with Hillary Clinton and how they were undermining him and all the shysty, dirty politics crap all comes down to this Trump-hating person who's trying to sit on top of the Republican American people and tell us what we can and can't do, tell us what we can and can't see, gaslight us. This guy's gaslighting this guy. Just take a, take a, take a listen, take a listen. He does. He's been saying it since the 80s, 90s on Letterman and all these he's shows. A guy, he's a guy on September 11th who went down, said he was down there. He wasn't. He's a guy who called in on a radio. He said, now I got the tallest building in lower Manhattan. He's a guy who lied about Muslims cheering it in New Jersey from Jersey City. He is a con man. He is a liar. They've that's actually been proven. There were Muslims cheering uh, in New Jersey on top of a, a building. We have videos of that. And that you have fallen for this bull. I'm not falling for anything, Steve. Please, uh, Steve. How about <laughs> I mean, this, Steve? This guy's just pulling up old stuff that has nothing to do with anything. What does any of that have to do with the better economy, better taxes, better quality of life that we had endured over Trump's four years? What does any of that have to do with it? They go after the character politics, character assassination. It's kind of like the people that are like, oh, I don't like what Trump tweets. I don't like Trump's tweets. Well, who cares if you don't like his tweets? 
What does that have to do with anything? Do you like low gas prices? Do you like, you know, cheap food, good surplus? Do you like having a job? More jobs have been created. Do you like that economy? Who cares about his tweets? It didn't have to be Trump. What I love is that this dude sacrificed everything to pull back a curtain and tell the regular American. What did Donald Trump sacrifice? Time out. Guess what? what? His name, his career, his His he can go to prison. He can go to prison for for what you guys want for the rest of his life. Probably shouldn't have broken the law. No, Steve, you know what it was? Steve, don't give me this breaking law bullshit. He pulled open a curtain and let all of us see. The regular regular people. Look at what these assholes are doing. You fake talking news, about fake this. Are you talking about the shower curtain where he had the country's most sensitive secrets? Oh, you mean no, no, what about the but this is Biden the shower doesn't bother curtain? you? But Biden doesn't some, bother you? Right, they all take difference. documents home. They all take hey, hold on. Were we in better shape now than when Trump was in? Are you happy with what's going on? You and your Lincoln project, but mind you, the biggest hypocrites, you guys oh, were going after him for Russian collusion and tax evading. That's what you guys were doing. All your people, you were the only one that was innocent. The rest of them were perverted. One of them was a Russian agent. One of them was a Russian agent. One of them owes $390,000 in a tax in his house. And the other guy went to court from American Express for not paying his $30,000 tax bill. You guys are the biggest hypocrites. The biggest hypocrites. You guys hate the man. You guys just hate the man. But the policies and what he did for this country, I'm happy. Listen, it didn't have to be him, Steve. It could have been a fucking turtle. He woke us up. He told people, hey, look, look at this curtain. Look at what these assholes are doing. Fake news, and it's all bullshit. And he sacrificed it all for us. Plain and simple, Steve. Say what you want. Say what you want. You're talking to a veteran that that, that whole family fought for this country, and my parents are immigrants, and I'm a New Yorker. For you to compare those two is f***ing asinine. The only girl that died was a veteran. The Capitol Police shot her. You said bludgeoning? Who Who died on January 6th? Who died? Who died? Well, we have we have multiple suicides. Yeah, give me a break. Give me a break. We have a lot of multiple damage. on January six in the Capitol. Who I, died? You're you're. you're I'm a, yeah. I'm passionate. You I'm are, telling the truth. I'm telling the truth, Steve. You're the well, one. You were cussing and talking. Shit. You're not going to yeah. do that shit with me. I'm let sorry. Me, bro. Let me tell you something. Yeah, what, go ahead. You you are sitting here lying to millions of people about what happened on January six. Look 6th. at the gaslighting, which was an attack on the country incited by the president. Watch the Why is he, is he in jail for inciting violence? He will be is that, soon. Is that the video? Is that <laughs> the video where he's like, go peaceful? Yeah. He's like, go in there, be peaceful. Trump derangement syndrome at its finest. We make it all we'll be right money. back. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Thank you very much for joining us. All right, so we had a heated debate. Uh, Lots going on, lots going on around the world and uh, around the country. And people are getting, they're getting it. They're getting engaged in the fight and they're not backing down. That's the importance of understanding and being grounded, knowing where you're at. That's the important element of this whole thing. So with that, in that, it's 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 really uh, more citizen journalism, right? Being an individual, having a thought, having a feeling, having a having an opinion, even if you don't agree with these gaslighting monkeys that have been in control of this country, that've been manipulating most of everything you see, and you've been uh, having such prosperity 
in the world that uh, you're just, most of us have been asleep. Let's be honest. Most of us have been asleep. But now people are starting to wake up. And one of the biggest uh, things that I think I saw this week was when Elon Musk went to the border. He went straight to the border and posted on his Twitter directly with Border Patrol. And the media is attacking him as if he's doing something wrong, as if he's making things up. He's a conspiracy theorist. Like if you see the headlines, they're like bashing, you know, founder of SpaceX, you know, the failing SpaceX, the failing Tesla founder is down at the border doing it like this, just business as usual. So they're going after him just like they're going after Trump. But this is so important. Again, I got to play these clips because they're not getting out there. So we need to use the radio waves. We need to amplify this message. We need to amplify this. Elon Musk is at the border posting on his Twitter, getting hundreds of millions of views. He's got 97 million views on this video. And it just shows you the power of having free and open social media. But what I love about this is this is the activism by the future because we're fighting for the future, folks. There's not, it's not a coincidence. Everybody's talking about it. All the, all the main independent truth seekers are talking about that because we are in this fight. And say what you want about Elon Musk. This is powerful. This is going to force the attention of these political hacks to have to address this. 97 million views. And he just posted it two days ago. Take a listen. Yeah, so here we are at, at Eagle Pass, uh, and we're going to be uh, meeting with, uh, uh, with the sort of major, the major officials uh, uh, and uh, law enforcement responsible for the border, and um, and just hear it directly from them and see it, see exactly what's going on uh, for yourself. So, uh, with that, let's. Yeah. Yes, I'm Tony Gonzalez. I'm the uh, local congressman here in the district. My district is 823 miles of the southern border, places like Eagle Pass, El Paso, Uvalde, Del Rio. Uh, we've been at the epicenter of this border crisis. What I really like to share is, is uh, a lot of my sheriffs and, uh, and local elected officials are being forgotten. Their stories aren't getting out. Uh, some stories are, but a lot of stories aren't. The first person we, we'd, I'd like to hear from is uh, Randy Brown, who is the sheriff of Medina County. It's about an hour away from, about 100 miles away from here. And uh, Randy's behind us now. You want to come over here, Randy? And yeah. the, just uh, the, the question I have is, is uh, what, what's happening in your county? This is 100 yeah, miles and, away. And just imagine, like, you're just, you're just talking to America here, and people just want to understand exactly what's going on. I love but assume this. that people do not know what's going on. It's powerful. Well, you got to go back some time, and whenever the open border policies from the White House kind of got thrown out there, we've been overrun. How so, long was that? How long ago was that? What year was that? Two years ago. Two, two years we're ago. We're on our third we've, year. We've been battling it for two years, and uh, okay. Change. So, so you're saying there's an open, been an open border policy essentially since for the past two years? It was an invitation. An, inv an invitation. That's how I read it. That's okay. how it was told from the from the White House. So, okay. They don't have a clue what's going on here, I don't think, because okay. if they did, maybe they would care. Maybe they would. I don't know. How does, how does the train impact you? Because the trains have been a big story lately. There's a train just over here. This is kind of where it starts, Elon, okay. where you see you know, all these thousands of people on a train. 
this is where they're coming through, but it doesn't end here. It just starts here. Yeah. Medina County is where they're going to make it to the big cities like San Antonio. Two, two major rail lines come okay. through, through my county and, and on those the illegals ride. They actually control the trains because they know how to crank down the brake on the car so okay. when it passes a heat sensor, the conductor has to stop the train, the illegals get off, the people come to get them and all the stolen vehicles are stealing from all over the country. Nearly every one of them is in a stolen vehicle. Okay. So, so then we get involved and then they're trespassing on private property. Okay. Uh, and when you do get behind one of them, they run through fences, they run over equipment. Irrigation stuff is important to the farmers. They run over their equipment, they tear it up. We tear up vehicles trying to hold the line. We're trying to hold the line 100 miles away because the line is not getting held here. Because it's not that complicated to close the border. It really is. And that's the aggravating part. I think any sheriff here okay. will tell you the same thing. All right. Um, well, and just just uh, again, just assume that the you know this is a uh, this is really just for the, the general public, and so we want to just frame the situation because uh, not everyone knows like the magnitude and you know like is this uh, normal or is is it like so so just if you could just frame the situation for the general public, that know, would be helpful. What 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 terrifies me the most is we're seeing historic numbers, historic eleven thousand people coming over daily for the past week uh, here in Eagle Pass alone. 2,500 people, over 5,000 people in, in detention. But what worries me the most is this, in, in many cases, feels normal. The part that doesn't make it out on some of the news stuff is there is a golf course. We're literally standing in, in front of a golf course and you have people playing golf as if it is normal. To the right, you have people that are coming over illegally. I mean, it is it is upside down. And, and like Elon said earlier, I, mean, I believe in, in legal immigration. I think uh, legal immigration is important. And what happens is when you grant people that have come over illegally these different opportunities, you completely undermine okay, the legal but, but system. I, I think, you know, like the stuff we were talking about in the car, the yeah. magnitude of the situation. The magnitude of it, yeah. So it's like, like um, the, the fact that we are seeing all-time highs in yes. illegal processing, that, and, and that, that that ramp is increasing. Yes. So th th these are really important points, because the public isn't, isn't I think it's not, it's not necessarily clear to the public uh, is this is this normal, or, 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 or are we you know are we seeing an accelerating crisis? It's not getting better. It's getting worse. Last Friday was the was last Friday a week ago was a historic number, eleven thousand people that came over. Okay. Uh, and then on Monday that number increased. Today is Thursday, and that number increased. We're only going in the wrong direction. This is a week. What happens two weeks from now? Uh, it, it, it's the wrong way. Okay. So basically, we're seeing unprecedented all-time highs yes. um, and increasing and spreading. Yes. Yes. It's not in just one area. It's it's not just like it's just one city or one yes. town, and not even one state anymore. You know, it's not, we're talking about New York today, but Chicago. You're hearing it there. L.A., Denver. There's all these other places where it's just spreading, just continues to get okay. bubbling up. And, and just to quantify it. Uh, I think you said 2,000 a day or something, just just in this location. Just here, yeah, just here. So that's like over 700,000 a year. Just yeah. in this one location, yeah. Okay, uh, just uh, 700,000 uh, sort of legal immigrants a year, just in this one location. Just in this one location. Okay. Uh, El Paso, right now in El Paso. Just, that, yeah, that, like, that's, that's higher than the population of Wyoming, uh, FYI. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and that's just one location. What is the what is the total number from all locations, roughly? Per In the year? millions. I mean, it's it's so literally millions, millions, millions. And those are just the folks that we know have engaged. 
What okay, about so all the others? That's, that's, that's just who was actually processed. Yes, the gotaways are so, the ones so, that you know. Yeah, so meaning that like the, the actual number is much higher. Much higher. Okay, that's very important for people to know. Yeah. Uh, that the there you have it, folks. There is a massive invasion happening at the border right now. And you heard it here first. This is citizen journalism at its finest, trying to amplify the messages, trying to amplify real news at your fingertips. You're listening to Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, we'll see you next week.